Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40, a weekly podcast that includes interviews with multicultural women and men over the age of 40 who have gone from ordinary to extraordinary living. I am your host, Kenya McGuire-Johnson, and as an artist, educator, and certified health, wellness, and mindset coach, my goal is to share incredible interviews and stories of people you may know or you may not know who are reclaiming and renewing their lives. Whether you're over 40 or not quite there yet, each week you will be inspired to thrive and not simply survive. Remember, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. To learn more about our amazing self-care and wellness holistic services, head on over to www.findingyourvoiceafter40.com or to get bonus episodes, head over to our Patreon and become a subscriber at patreon.com slash findingyourvoice. And welcome back to Finding Your Voice After 40 podcast. This is Kenya, and I'm so super excited to be back with you. Oh my goodness, this episode right here, this episode right here, I'm telling y'all, I'm I'm not just saying this because it's my podcast, but this is a really special um, interview that we're doing with our special guest, Tosh Patterson, who's a certified life and pleasure coach. And oh my gosh, I've been so excited to get this episode out. And I know we're just getting started, Um, (laughs) but I want to be strategic in how we give you the episodes. And, uh, you know, I've been able to interview just some amazing people. Every guest is bringing, just bringing the goods. And this is one that you're really going to want to tune in. Um, Tosh, really, she, she shares a personal journey that's incredibly personal, intimate. And I think so much inspiration in it, her journey to freedom, her journey to her own sense of pleasure. She also, um, you know, as a certified pleasure coach, she provides services um, and coaching for women so that they learn how to add more pleasure in their lifestyle. And just the way she explains it so eloquently and the bonus. So listen, if you are not a part of the Patreon, you're going to really want Seriously, you're going to want to get on Patreon just so you can hear her bonus because she gives such solid advice on the bonus on how to find your voice at this stage of life. Some deliberate, very easy things that you can do, simple things you can do, Um, things that I have started to incorporate, honestly, into my own practice of self-care. So definitely patreon.com slash finding your voice. Join at any tier. Um, the lowest here is just five bucks a month, and you'll be able to see her in the video as well as get the bonus um, content. And again, she really brings some, she brings it. So definitely you're going to want to really, whether if you're distracted right now, you need to get still and, um, you know, you can still fiddle around, but you may have to replay this a couple of times. I, I just think it's just really full of a lot of amazing um, nuggets. So before we dig into the episode, I want to remind those of you who've been coming to our Costa Rica retreat info sessions. Thank you. It is always so wonderful meeting you and learning about your 
place of where you're at and, and why you're wanting to retreat. As a reminder, our Costa Rica retreat is for African-American women over the age of 40 who are seeking some level of transformation at this stage of life. Um, we focus on the mind and the body and the soul. We look at our physical health and wellness after 40, hormones, you know, menopause, how perimenopause, how do we move into this stage physically with body acceptance. We also really dig into relationships and how we create more intimacy and cultivate the relationships we really desire with others, friends, partners, spouses, and ultimately ourselves. And then we also explore kind of alternative modalities to really nurture spirituality and that spiritual development. So it's an amazing retreat. We sold out last for our last retreat that we had, and um, we keep it nice and small and intimate. And I look forward to selling out again, um, mainly because I think this is something that a lot of women want to experience. So if you just go over to findingyourvoiceafter40.com, you can register for a free info session. You'll see the tab. And um, so I can meet you and we can chat and we can get you started if, if you want to register. Another quick note during this interview, um, I do ask Tosh to say how people can reach her. And she provides a website that she actually contacted me later to say, hey, let's shift that. I want to go to a different website. So she's going to mention one website during this interview, but instead go to blackgoddesscollective.com blackgoddesscollective.com. And that's also in our show notes. You can also get to know her on LinkedIn, follow her there, just search um, Tosh Patterson. So one more thing, we're going to do our hashtag Thursday Thrive quote of the week. It's a simple one. They always are. It goes like this. I respect my body. Mm. Couldn't think of better timing for this particular quote. And I randomly pull these cards of quotes. So um, that was what divine timing wanted us to say. I respect my body. And this is the question I want you to use as a journal prompt or just to reflect on a bit more. How do I demonstrate that I love and care for my body? How do I demonstrate that I love and care for my body? So journal on that. Keep that quote in mind as you're thriving and moving through and enjoy this podcast, really this, this, this interview, this episode. I, I think it's a goodie. Um, again, if you think it's good, feel free to rate and review, let us know your thoughts. And we just look forward to you absorbing all this good stuff. All right. Enjoy. And welcome to our special guest. I am so excited to have this guest today. She's all smiling. Our Patreon people can see her. The people who are listening, you have to join Patreon so you can see how beautiful she is and how she's smiling. And we're all excited to see each other and talk. But um, first of all, welcome, Tosh. Please say hello so people Thank can hear you. your voice. I am so excited to be here and have this conversation. Gonna be juicy. I am too. It's going to be juicy. Yeah. I think it's going to be a little juicy today. And that's why I'm like, ah, you know, but before we get into all the juiciness, I'm going to read something to you. I'm going to read about you. Ooh. And so I, I know Ooh. you are going to tell us a little bit more about yourself, but I like, I like to kind of read a little bit for the guests to kind of feel a little bit more of what you do. And uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. So I'm going to read this. All right. So 
Tosh helps women unapologetically create a life that's dripping with pleasure. She hosts in-person retreats and teaches a three-step framework to awaken more pleasure in every area of life. Tosh is a certified erotic blueprint coach as seen on Netflix's Sex, Love, and Goop. So if y'all haven't watched that to know what erotic blueprint is, you need to. Um, plus, she authored The Path to Pleasure, a Black woman's guide to healing her inner goddess, igniting her spirit, and awakening her pleasure, which is available on Amazon. Finally, Tosh teaches high-achieving women tools and strategies to reduce stress and simplify life. The result? More time, more freedom more space for guilt-free pleasure. How yummy, how yummy. That sounds wonderful. I was just going to ask you, how did that feel hearing that about what you do? I'm like, wow, I'm the shit. (laughs) You are the shit. Go ahead on, sis. (laughs) You are. I mean, when I read that, and I, let, I want the listeners to know, Tosh did not give that to me to say. She did not say, Kenya, I want you to say dripping with, I, you know, I, I look on, I do a little research, kind of see kind of how people are showing up in the world online. And when I read that, I was like, oh my God, yes, this is exactly what she does. This is exactly what she does. So clearly, you know, yes, you're a certified life and pleasure coach, but if you could tell what was not, what I did not talk about is what in the heck got you (laughs) in that direction? What got you there? Oh my goodness. That is, I'm like, the story is so big and, you know, I'll share the highlights, but before I do that, I just want to say sometimes when people share their stories, we only hear all the big movements and the milestones and the highlights. Mm. We don't hear all the down in the valley, the pain, the struggle, the doubt, the, mm. the not wins, right? And mm-hmm. so um, just reminding people that in this human journey, we have the ups and the downs and you're mm. hearing the, co- the condensed version, <laughs> the consolidated <laughs> version of a very tipsy-turvy story. Mm. Um, So, but, you know, what got me here was basically I I was following the script and I Mm. think a lot of women do that. And I call it following the success script (laughs) where you, you know, go to college, you get a job, you have a relationship, maybe you buy a house, you buy all the things, you have the car, you have the bags, you have the shoes, the clothes, the da 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 Check, 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 right? You're checking off all those things on the list and you look around, or let me speak for myself. I looked around and I said, so is this it? Mm. Like I did everything society said I was supposed to do to be happy. I got an education. I got a master's degree. I got a job. I advanced quickly and got three promotions by the time Mm. I was like 32. You know, like I did all the things I was quote unquote supposed to do to be happy. And I bought all the things I was supposed to have to be happy. And at the end of all that consumption, I was not happy. Mm. And so what happened was I actually got really sick Mm -hmm. and I was um, not sure what was happening to me. And I was having all these doctor's appointments. And for about a year and a half, they could not figure out what was wrong with me. Mm. So I finally stumbled on the doctor who said, you might just be really stressed Mm. 
And all of this stress is accumulating in your body. So my recommendation is that you just take some time off work mm. and just de-stress. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Like this is, <laughs> I've been to doctors, I've been poked and prodded and cat scanned and da 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 And on the edge of, oh, oh my goodness, I really could die because I have mm. no idea what's wrong with me. No idea at all. And I'm having these extreme things going on in my body. Mm. And that pushed me to really be like, okay, well, what's important? Mm. What's important? And that in and of itself started me down this path to pleasure. Wow. Tosh, I just want you to keep talking because what you <laughs> listen, what you are saying, and I know that every, particularly every Black woman, and I think probably most women in general, but particularly every Black woman who is listening to you say what you just said mm -hmm. is saying a man is saying, uh-huh, is nodding, is swaying, because this is so common of a story, so common of a story, um, which is you know why I wanted you to come on the podcast, because I think you're showing another side of the story, how you take that challenge and make it work for you. And maybe not even know, did you know once you started this path of trying to figure out, okay, what the heck is going on with my body or, or go rest. Okay. Now I'm going to rest. Does that, when it got revealed to you, wait a minute, I need to teach this more to other women. No, because honestly mm. for to yeah, complete and total honest and transparency, I was trying to live. Mm. I mean, I was like, what is this? What do I need to do? If I die next week, next year, next month, this house, these clothes. Yeah. So what? Who cares? This title, who cares? It was like an extreme death of the ego. Wow. I love and that. I was in mm. that for about four or five years, mm. learning how to simplify my calendar, learning how to simplify the physical things in my life, learning how to prioritize myself, being unapologetic about, yes, I'm a senior executive leader in this organization, but at 5 p.m. I leave. <laughs> okay. So I have an alarm that goes off at 4.20. <laughs> That so means get myself, myself ready. Yes. <laughs> at 4.30, I walk to the garage and I'm in my car by you. five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know? so yeah. It was really about me figuring out like how to survive. And I was learning and reading and applying this, the strategies to my life. And mm. after doing it for a while, people would be like, so how, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> right. What's going on here? And right. So then I started to realize, oh, I have something here that other women are looking for. They just haven't been this dark night of the soul moment mm. of realizing that these could be your last days. Yeah. Ah, I, so, and I was just going to ask you, how did you know to make those kind of boundaries? Because basically what you just described you know, is about being incredibly intentional about your boundary making. And you said that you started reading and so forth. Was it more just that? Did you actually get some help? Did somebody step in and, and start mentoring you or coaching or counseling you a certain way as well? You know what? I really wish that I had a mentor during that time, but I really did not. I have always been like a self-help book guru girl. Mm -hmm. 
I will read a book in a, in a day. Like I am a bookworm. I love consuming and learning. And so really it was, I had absolutely no guidance and I really mm. didn't tell a lot of people what was going on because I didn't, I didn't really have an answer. So people would be like, mm. oh, well, what's happening in this? And it was causing me more stress. So I retreated and I said, I need to navigate this on my own. And so really what happened was um, when I was that sick and I was getting this advice to like pull back and, and be as simple as possible and don't overexert myself, I said, okay, how can I make time? Like my schedule is packed. Mm-hmm. I have back-to-back meetings. I have to commute both ways, all the things that working women deal with. Right? I was about to say, girl, I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yes. Keep like going. everybody's yes. dealing with it, right? Yeah. And so I was yeah. like, well, how can I fit in my self-care? Like they say self-care is important. This doctor's telling me self-care is important. How do I do it without disrupting my performance at work? And so mm. I realized that I needed to um, simplify my wardrobe and my morning routine mm. so that I could find 30 minutes to self-care, whatever that meant at the time, right? Right, right. And so I literally was reading all these articles and I stumbled on someone that was talking about having a capsule wardrobe where you have a very simple wardrobe. Yeah. And I was so intrigued. And I'm not exaggerating when I say to you, my simplification journey started with decluttering my closet because I had a I had like three closets in my house mm-hmm. and a walk-in closet and okay so I'm raising my hand with everyone <laughs> else to say I have so had so many clothes and so I said well how can I just pick out my favorite outfits I'll go in grab those and then go on about my day and simplifying my closet actually then spiraled into cleaning out the kitchen cleaning out the basement, you know, cleaning out my car. And I learned all of those things on my own. Mm. I did not have any guidance. I was just, you know, consuming, grasping, looking for how, what can, what can help me? What's right. going to make a difference? Right. Right. Yeah. No, you were really hungry for it. And, you know, I know personally you have um, a counseling background, correct? Like you yeah. have been trained in that. So I think, not to say that, because listen, I got, I have a counseling background, but I definitely have someone that helps me. But I do think having that background helps you really recognize the importance of tools, yeah. strategies, help, support, figure out whether you're getting it from someone or someone, you know, or you're finding it within books or self-help books. And I, I hope, you know, every listener is recognizing, you know, if you don't, if you're not necessarily wired to be that bookworm or to find those things, you may need to seek someone to help you, which is going to segue us a little into the fact that you are now doing life coaching and this sensual coaching. But, and I, I want to really, you know, I'm going to dig into the sensual coaching, but I want to, you are not at that same job anymore. You have a very, very uh, inspiring to me lifestyle now. And so maybe if you could share with our listeners because girl, we could be here two hours. And I, I'm looking at, I'm like, <laughs> looking I want at the to clock, know, like, I want to know every up. minute. I'm like, so when you cleaned your kitchen, what did you do? You know, that's, that's, that's where I'm at. Because I'm like, I'm yes. going to go clean my closet, get my capsule wardrobe, and clean my kitchen. So, so but I want to, because what you are, the way you're living your life right now is so <laughs> massive to me. So if you could just share what, how are you living just 
let us know. How are you living your life? What is your lifestyle now? What is your work life? Where are you at? Yes. So before I answer that question, I do mm -hmm. want to add, though, that towards the end of my journey, after I was consuming and finding content on my own, and I eventually did take a medical leave of absence, and mm -hmm. I did get a, a counselor, and I had an entire wellness team supporting me. So I had a nutritionist, had a therapist, and I ended up needing to take meds because I was mm -hmm. in a low-grade anxiety, depression because of yeah. what was going on. Yeah. So I did know the point at which I needed help. Yeah. Um, so, so thank I you do for adding that. that. That's really yeah. important. Yeah. And especially yeah. the part that you just said, as far as having a whole wellness team, yes. which is a language that I've been using more and more with people is start identifying your wellness team, yeah. as opposed to just going to the doctor, to the right. MD. So right. yeah. 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 So as a result of having that type of support, I got clear about what my priorities were. I had some really honest conversations with my husband. Like we just kind of rolled up our sleeves and, and got down into, you know, the particulars. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what happened from that was we decided to um, sell our big house that we had, like that whole success in D.C., to income, <laughs> da, da, da. it was like, this is just our ego. Like we did all this for girl, ego. Girl. So we can let this go because it's not even in alignment with the lifestyle we want to live. So we mm. downsized our house. Mm -hmm. And after downsizing our house, we, we lived in a, a smaller space for a couple years. And then we started saying, well, where do we want to be in the future? Like, what does this look like? Mm -hmm. And so we kept that alive, that conversation alive. Mm. And we started, we, we made an agreement that we would travel once a year for 30 day periods to Ooh. explore a new place and fast forward. And then 2020 happened and I had been wanting to move abroad for a long time. But when 2020 happened, my husband came downstairs one day and said, we got to get out of here. Like, <laughs> especially after the George Floyd thing and yeah. all the you know culmination of all those events. And so I was like, get out of here. Stop playing with me. Like, <laughs> I've been trying to get out of here for like seven years. And you've been like, no, no, no. We got to keep the house. And what yeah, about yeah. And he said, things have changed. Things mm. have changed. Let's figure it out. And so we said, okay, let's figure it out. We gave ourselves a year. Mm -hmm. And we declared that we were leaving the country in one year. We did mm. our research. We visited a couple places. And uh, we ended up selling it all house well well selling it all cars clothes all of that stuff you and sold the cars you sold the cars the clothes the furniture everything don't Girl. nobody ain't nobody it, it doesn't matter i mean like when i say it really doesn't matter yeah and that was the bridge for us to move to mexico where we currently live and mm -hmm. you know my lifestyle is one where i'm a 15 minute walk from the beach Mm. And I eat fresh fruits and vegetables every day. Um, I get to bask in the, the rooftop, which has a beautiful view of the ocean. Um, you know, I usually get- Okay, I got to say this. So you and I have talked, all right? So this is so yes. listen. I have heard this story and I'm still listening like, girl, <laughs> like it's the first time I've heard it. That's how inspiring it is to hear you say that. Like you, every time you say it, I hear something- closer to mm. what I desire. Mm -hmm. So I just, it's just yummy, but keep going. You on the rooftop, looking at the yes. ocean. Yes. And oh. honestly, we I usually get a couple massages a week at the house, Girl. at the house. I don't go Girl. to them. They come to me. 
And here's the thing. I just want everybody listening to hear that it's available to you. So if you say it's available to you, it's available to you. But, you know, like, what are you willing to let go of? So I was Mm. clenched. My husband and I both were so clenched to the looks of what we chase, the American dream. Mm -hmm. And it was limiting the other options. And so once we said, we can let that go, like it's not even in alignment with who we are anymore. We can let that go and pursue something else. And when I, when I tell you my quality of life is just so much better here, Mm -hmm. I, I can't even like quantify or fully explain how much better it is. Now, did I do some of the th- things in the US where I got massages or I, I did, you know, brunches with friends and stuff? I did, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was just, you know, it was more financially exhausting. Yeah. And, you know, I, yeah. Girl. Okay. <laughs> so I, it, it's so funny because I give you guys questions ahead of time and I'm like, nah, see, I know I told you ahead that we were not going to be sticking to the script because I knew you were going to say so many things that are so powerful and so timely right now. So timely, you know, you guys, you mentioned you and your husband COVID hit and that's when your husband was like, so I want to talk about hubby for a minute. Now I want to bring hubby and we're not going to talk a lot because he ain't here to defend himself. But I think having a partner who you're able to be on the same page with, with these really big lifestyle, I mean, massive lifestyle shifts is, I mean, I imagine that that's amazing. Is what would you say to the person who maybe doesn't have the partner? Let's say they're in partnership, but they don't necessarily have the partner that could make that type of shift. Um, you know, how how should they receive hearing this? Or is there anything you could suggest that maybe the partner would listen more? Oh, to be honest, I, I really think that we rolled up our sleeves and we just kept doing the work and having mm-hmm. the conversations. And so, mm-hmm. you know, again, like seven years ago, I wanted to do what we're doing now. He just wasn't ready. He wasn't he, ready. He right. didn't see it. He thought I was crazy. He was like, I don't even understand why we would sell it all and, and move abroad. Like he just, it was just out of his comprehension. And so you know, I kept it alive because it was important to me. And I just kept saying, well, if we can't live abroad because you're not ready for that, what can we do? Well, we can we can vacation a couple times a year. And then after that, we started saying, well, maybe we could stay longer periods so we could stay two weeks. And then it became, well, let's stay 30 days. But what do we need to do in our lives to make that possible? Mm -hmm. You know, what what do we need to set up? And so Mm -hmm. it was just this constant conversation like I wasn't willing to let it go and so what some people do is they say well it's this way or no way yeah yeah and I was just like I just want to have the experience what can it look like inside the lives that we lead so Mm. I think that's the key for anyone who's listening and they want to do something really big but their partner isn't on board keep reframing it keep figuring out how can we have it now not a one day someday out there yeah. but what what can how what what aspect of it could we have today yeah in the lives that we have today, today. in the relationship that we have today, today. right <laughs> and that's a hard thing to sit in the relationship today with the understanding of goals and 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 still keeping your eye on the prize but living in the moment 
you know, yeah. and still making things, you know, making a lifestyle that you're not constantly needing to escape from. You know, like, how mm -hmm. can we start doing some small things? And then when we have the opportunity to do something on a larger scale, it's there. But I love that because really what you did was you stood in your voice, you stood in yourself. You didn't make him necessarily, it doesn't sound like you made him feel lesser as it, but you just stay true to you in that still while yeah. being partnership, huge. Well, I'm gonna, okay, so I, you know, as I said, we could, uh, we could stay in that space a long time because now I'm like, well, I wanna talk about Mexico. No, we're not gonna talk about Mexico. We, although we'll have to do like a part two or something because I do think this idea of people living abroad um, as um, especially people of color living abroad um, is a really important conversation to also have nowadays. But I want to get into the sensual coaching yes. and pleasure. All right, all right, all right, all right. So what in the world, for the person that's like, what does that mean? Like she trying to help people have sex or, you know, because the moment we hear sensual, oh, we must be in the bed. We got to right. be in the bed. Right, right. So maybe explain what is sensual coaching? What what is that practice? And you know, how do you facilitate that? So really, I come from a place of being believing that pleasure, our lives should be pleasure filled. Like mm -hmm. we it's important to operate from a place of I want to do this, not I should do this. Mm -hmm. And so for a long time, myself included and I see a lot of friends and women around me being like well I should do this and I should do that and I should go here and I ought to and you know my pleasure coaching is really around figuring out what feels good to you now mm. not what you promised to do two weeks ago <laughs> what you promised to do and you know in the future but what feels good now and really so the the umbrella is pleasure Gotcha. So I said sensual. So I was trying to throw us in there, but pleasure. So pleasure coaching. Pleasure coaching. Gotcha, gotcha. And then we start looking at different areas of life. So for mm -hmm. some people, um, they need to, they want to focus on how can I make my my everyday life more pleasurable, more mm -hmm. exciting, more satisfying, more tranquil. How can I how can I do that? And then for other people, they may come and say, I'm having this issue around my sexuality, my femininity. I feel like I'm very masculine all the time. Mm. Like, how can I tune back into that feminine part of myself? So it's really identifying for each person, like, where are you on the spectrum of pleasure and, and which which area is lacking? Like, where do you want to like juice it up a little bit? Yeah. And I, you know, I don't believe in a, in a one thing fits everyone approach. I really have to work with the individual and figure out what does this mean for you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And let's create practices, rituals, behaviors that are going to support you having a pleasure filled life. You feeling like you don't have to be apologizing for taking a nap on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to feel guilty for not going to so-and-so's graduation, mm. whatever. You know, you don't have to feel guilty about taking vacation time, but you still working on the side. Like, let's let's unpack some of that. Like what's there? Mm -hmm. And really helping people figure out how can you be unapologetic about mm. prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your needs. And as women, we often acquiesce to the needs of others. So mm -hmm. what do my kids need? What does my partner need? What does my team need to stay motivated? Every, what does everybody else need? <laughs> else need. 
Mm-hmm. And you're not on the list, right? So the right. pleasure coaching is about bringing you to the top of the list, prioritizing you every day and mm-hmm. getting clear on what that means in your life right now. Because if you're a single parent, that looks different than maybe when mm-hmm. you were a partnered parent. It looks different when you're 25 and you're climbing the corporate ladder, if that's what you're doing, right. versus where you may be in your life now. So it's you know really helping people see like, where am I on this journey? Because maybe I'm 50 and Mm -hmm. I'm holding myself to 25 year old expectations that are not even realistic anymore. Yes. Yes. I think that happens a lot because our brain, you know, and and this is why we have to be really careful about age. And, And while I name this podcast after 40 and we bring in guests who are, you know, after 40 and I don't, don't worry, I'm not going to ask you how old you are. We just know you're after 40. Um, <laughs> but I think, you know, we have to remember, though, that time is a bit of an illusion. Like it's um, it's these kind of markers we use for ego and for human to kind of mark and kind of keep track, per se. But a lot of what happens, I think why people do go back to their 25-year-old self setting up these goals of lifestyle is because time really isn't really, you know, a lot of we kind of are, we, we are, and we're not, you know, the 25 year old self doesn't necessarily just fade away per se. And mm-hmm. I think also what happens is that 25 was that, what you understood maybe as that vibrant and you're, it's constantly being reinforced in mainstream society that 25 right. and 30, right. you know, or 28 is the mm-hmm. thing. So we keep clinging on to the notion, but like you said, we're, we're not that. And so it's now going to look different mm-hmm. and it's, not only okay, but to me, it's urgent. Like it's let yeah. the difference, let the difference come. Yeah. And I was, I was actually just talking to somebody about this the other day and saying, you need to be more compassionate with yourself because it's not even a realistic expect the, what she was sharing with me. I was mm-hmm. like, those aren't even realistic expectations based on your life today. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, exactly. and it's, and one of the things that we all do is get attached to things being a certain way, or we get attached to, well, I said I was going to do this. I said I was going to do that instead of being like, you know what, that doesn't work for me anymore. I either need to make a new commitment or just remove it altogether. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we get so planted in, in an idea or a concept that we don't allow ourselves to make a new choice. And it's okay to make a new choice. It's okay to make a new commitment. It's okay to renegotiate and say, well, I said I was going to do this, but I can't, but I can do this. Right. Does that work for you? Right. Right. But we just get so attached to the one thing we originally agreed to. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't, that doesn't serve you in the long run. It doesn't, it doesn't. And I think, you know, it's so important to that attachment piece, what you're saying is so huge. And I think this is what becomes really helpful when you are able to get a wellness team or a counselor or somebody to help you work through those things we get attached to and why, so that we can begin to release and free ourselves from those attachments um, and not get caught up in that weird cycle of guilt and then just keep doing it again because I felt guilty if I didn't do it. So then I did it again, but I know I didn't want to do it. Right. That really, yeah. Right. Uh, and real real quick, the other thing I yeah. want to say to that, one of the things is we, we as women, we train ourselves to do things physically that we don't want to do. So for mm-hmm. example, oh, well, you know, go ahead on and finish up partner person. Yes. <laughs> like, right. I don't right. really, I'm not really in the mood, but let me do that. Right. And so you, 
we we train our bodies to do things we don't want to do, which also disconnects us from ourselves. And mm. there are a lot of women wrapped up in that pattern. So part of what the pleasure coaching is and the sensuality is reconnecting to your body and feeling what feels good in your body. Absolutely. And as and opposed to what you've been trained to think you should be giving somebody else in right. their pleasure. Yeah. Right. Right. And then the other thing is we, you know, we we push our bodies through exhaustion. Like I feel so mm. tired. Girl, go take a nap. <laughs> like what give me a break already, right? So we we have we have we haven't listened to our bodies enough. Mm. And that's part of what we have to also relearn is trusting when you have that gut feeling when you get that bolt of energy in your left arm, like just, just trust it. The body is wise and we have been trained to disconnect from it, but yeah. we, we need to reconnect to it in so many ways. It's not just the sexual piece. It's, it's in life. The body is telling us and giving us clues. Um, and that's one of the things I learned as a result of being sick as well. Like start mm -hmm. listening to my body. It's, mm -hmm. it's always talking to me. It's always talking to you. Oh my gosh. I can't believe how fast time is going. We, okay. So, so we are going to begin to wrap up, but I want to say if, if all of this conversation is resonating with you, you know, I'm going to have Tosh share in a moment how you can potentially use some of her services. Um, I know that Tosh and I've been talking about collaborating so that those of you who are part of the finding your voice community, the health and wellness community, whether you're subscribers to our different Patreon levels where you get self-care or you're just been following and you know want to want to get some of that we're working on bringing her to be able to talk more about actually working through a lot of what you, you just said in terms of that attachment mm -hmm. piece so but we are going to have to wrap up and so i just have i have two more very quick questions and then we're yes. going to go on to our bonus so y'all want some more from tosh you need to go to patreon so that you can hear more but my two remaining things what are you looking forward to the most right now at this stage of your life? Because mm. you got some good stuff. I don't know. I've had people say in the interviews, listen, I'm, I'm where I wanted to be. I don't have that more to look forward to. But if there, it, do you have any more that you're looking forward to? Yeah, so this, this hopefully won't sound too like out there, but I really want, I'm looking forward to trusting life more mm. and, and really falling into this knowing that I will always be provided for and protected. Mm. So, you know, I come from a very strategic masculine approach to life because I was checking everything off. Yeah. And so now I'm in the stage of like really wanting to fall even deeper into, I may not know how I'm going to get from here to there, but my intention is to get there. Mm. And I don't have to lift all the rocks to get to the Come other on. side. Come and on. that's me living more in my feminine energy, right? Yes. So I can, I can reach across the table and grab the salt shaker, <laughs> or I could say, Kenya, pass me the salt. Either way, I still have the salt. You right? have the salt. So I want to step into trusting that life is conspiring in my behalf. I can have what I want and it doesn't have to be struggle and force and push. It can be ease and flow and just happenstance and all of those things. And so I want to, I want to, 
fall more open into that yes. in this next stage of my life. Oh my goodness. That was like poetry, Tosh. And like, you know, <laughs> it really was. And literally today I pull Oracle cards every morning. That's a part of my self-care and the nurturing that I do. Um, and it was that very thing you just said, you do not have to go chase. It's literally said, don't you? It was divine abundance is what the card said. And in this description, it said, you know, it's yours already. You don't need to chase it. So just be in it, be in the, in the spirit of it. So I love that. Um, huh. Okay. Last question. Yes. What is your theme song? What is a song? Cause you know, I'm an artist and I, you know, music, I, we, we got a playlist that we're putting together. What is a song that just motivates you, makes you feel good? And it could be the theme song of the day, or if there's a general one that you just really feel good, what would that be? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I have this artist, I, I, he's not, I don't think he's very well known. He's an independent artist called Landrell. Have you heard of him? Landrell, you got me. And I'm, I'm pretty, pretty good usually with, no, I don't think I know Landrell. Okay. I really like him. It's L-O-N-D-R-E-L-L-E. Okay. And he has a song called um, Asana. And it's just mm. basically, I wake up in the morning and I meditate, mm. say a prayer and take my life away. Like, it's a really <laughs> good, it's a really good song. Um, he has that song. And then the other song that I love is called Vibrate Higher. Nice. Nice. And All right. I'm going to check out Landrell because I don't, that is not an artist I know. Yes. I love it. That's why I asked that question. Well, this has been amazing. And I know, like if y'all listen to this and couldn't couldn't resonate, I don't know where you've been. You've been under a rock. <laughs> if you're under, or if you're over 40 or you're like, I don't know what you, it was beautiful. And I would love for you to share how people, you know, if, if in fact social media is a thing you do, share any social media. Um, and if not, just how can people get in touch with you? Uh, the best way to reach me is to just come on over to ToshPatterson.com. You can see what retreats are coming up um, or if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, either to simplify your life or work on this whole pleasure umbrella, mm. that is what I'm here to do. And I enjoy doing it so much. Yes. Go to her website, please, please. This gives you an excuse to get to Mexico potentially, like yes. really seriously. Yes. I know I'm finding my excuses, you know, so <laughs> please go and, and, and visit Tosh Patterson, T-O-S-H Patterson, P-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N.com and, and get in touch with her. And do you, do you do any kind of like free consultations if a person just wants to, or they got to kind of give you a little something before I talk him? Um, yeah. So just, you know, you could reach out to me and we could figure out what figure you out. need. Awesome. Um, yeah. Don't let, that's what I said. Don't create barriers, guys. Don't create barriers as to why you just, just go for it. Nobody has to know this can be, it will be confidential. It's right. in your own discretion and all of that. So this is awesome. Well, you have been amazing. I knew this was going to be really good. We have to do part two, three, and four. Yes, absolutely. Um, because I knew the time was going to fly, but we are going to dig into just a little bit more in our bonus. So those of you who are listening and not watching, um, if we want to hear some more from Tosh, hear some more advice from her, some more tips from her, um, then you got to join our patreon.com slash finding your voice. Um, and you can, you can get all the goods. So for now, I'm going to say have a fantastic week to the listeners. And again, Tosh, thank you so much. You're going to hold tight, but I'm just saying bye for our public audience. But thank yes. you again. And thanks everyone for listening. Awesome. All right, you guys take care.
Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast and share on social media using hashtag FindingYourVoiceAfter40. To submit questions, email info at FindingYourVoiceAfter40.com.